0: From Headquarters Air Force Installation and Mission Support Center in San Antonio, Texas, this is Inside AFIMSC, a podcast dedicated to bringing you news and information directly from our leaders, experts, and teammates. I'm your host, Ed Shannon. Today, we're visiting with AFIMSC's Budget Director, Lieutenant Colonel Lori Lanfer, and Mr. Chris Underwood. Technical Director for Financial Analysis with AFIMSC's Budget Office. They lead a team that manages a $7 billion installation and mission support portfolio. Welcome, Colonel Lanfer and Mr. Underwood. Thank you, Ed. We're happy to be here. Yeah, thanks, Ed. When we say the Air Force executed $7 billion in a fiscal year, what does that mean?
1: So, Ed, the DOD fiscal year runs from 1 October to 30 September every year. And here at IMSC, we spent a little over $7 billion this year um, on installation and mission support requirements across 77 installations um, that we have across the world. These requirements include facility recapitalization and sustainment projects, as well as funding needed to run those facilities. It also includes things like dining facilities to feed our airmen, um, our supply logistics chain, installation security, and airbase ground defense.
0: So I know it funds an awful lot at every installation around the world, and you faced a lot of challenges in FY nineteen. Would absolutely. you share what some of those challenges were and how your team adjusted during the year?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So FY nineteen, uh, you know, we th- we got to uh, off to a good start uh, with a signed appropriation on time. And so uh, we went into the year really hopeful that it was going to be a, a very smooth fiscal year. But uh, quickly, uh, <laughs> we, we realized that that wasn't going to be the case uh, when Hurricane Michael struck uh, the Florida Florida Gulf Coast and, uh, and really devastated Tyndall Air Force Base. And really, that was, that was the start of, uh, of the fiscal year that, that we weren't expecting. And so after that, uh, we were impacted by earthquakes up in Alaska at bear uh, as well as flooding at Offit. Uh, and then, you know, we did some additional support of the southern border. Um, and so all those different events uh, obviously forced us to, to change our plan uh, to make sure that we were able to resource those requirements and cover down on those needs.
0: Now, centralization of the installation emission support portfolio moved from the MAGCOMs to AFIMSC in 2016. How has that centralization benefited the Air Force and in its installations?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, when we centralized the program, I think one of the biggest things that we realized is. When you looked at at this portfolio across the 10 different MAGCOMs, you never realized how broken each of them were. And When I say broken, you know, not funded to to what the requirement truly was uh, across the Air Force. And so with centralization, we brought all those requirements here, and and as we went through our first initial distribution back in 2016, uh, it really gave us an idea of across the Air Force Enterprise. Um, how far behind we were at getting after some of our sustainment requirements or even just funding things as simple as, you know, utilities. Uh, you would think something like turning the lights on would be something that we would we would plan and program for. But, you know, unfortunately, that wasn't the case when we have to balance requirements uh, across the entire Air Force Enterprise. So uh, that was the biggest thing that we saw. Um, but again, uh you know, with that, with centralization, we wanted to make sure that uh, one of the things we're trying to get after is covering down and making sure that there's standard levels of service across the enterprise. And so that's the second piece that I think is really important to to centralize in this portfolio.
0: So you have a picture of what all of those requirements are across all match comms. How do you know how to spend the next available dollar? Are there rules or a special process that you follow?
1: Well, in bringing everyone here to IMSC, we were able to put together a corporate process where the enterprise managers and the budget analysts all get together um, to determine a prioritization that then gets recommended and approved through a standard corporate um, group, board, and council structure. So at the... um, At the end of the year, that also allows us to kind of take a look at all of the unfunded requirements, and we rank those via a weighted score that is made up of the wing commander's priority, as well as a functional area priority, and the installation's ability to execute additional funding. So it allows us to, you know, to rack and stack and come up with a good priority for putting the making the best of every dollar
0: and there are rules to spend a certain percentage of that money Um, by the end of July. Can you explain what that is about?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, That is true. DOD is subject to a statutory limitation um, from Congress that we can't spend more than 20% of our annual operations and maintenance funding, which is one-year funding in the last two months of the fiscal year. So, of course, it's very important that we comply um, with that rule. And that actually ends up being Kind of the first step going into our fiscal year closeout procedures, um, and so this year we were able to we we were able to meet that eighty percent. Actually, um, we topped it to eighty five percent, and that is beneficial because we're a very large portfolio, and it actually helps the Air Force meet that limitation as well. So this year, we were able to scrub the books um, at the end of year, and we were actually able to cover all of the installation's number one unfunded requirement, which was a huge win for the Air Force.
0: And when you get to close out, I think your team approaches that with a really neat innovation, which is to establish a war room. And um, what is the purpose of the war room, and how does it assist with the closeout operations?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the the great thing about the war room is uh, really it gives us a single voice and that's one thing that we're really focused on here within AFIMSC is making sure that we have a single voice to the customer Um, and so by bringing the detachment fms here to san antonio uh, to enter to interact with our budget analysts that we have here supporting the installations as well as the, the psus it gives us that one single voice back out to the customer Uh, The second piece is really when you get a group of, you know, 25 or 30 people together, it gives you an opportunity to learn. Um, Each of us come to the table with different experiences. And so uh, when you get all those folks in a room, it's amazing how much they bounce ideas off each other and how much they grow as analysts as well. So really a twofold uh, benefit for the Air Force there with the war room.
1: I, w- I want to add one thing to that. It's amazing the level of camaraderie that comes together with bringing people together at the end of the year. Because one of our favorite um, things to do is eat, of course. So, in addition to the all of the closeout stuff, we get to um, test people's recipes and order in what four foot pizzas mm-hmm.
0: and <laughs> do all the fun stuff that's associated with closeout as well. Very good. And now we're entering or we've entered FY20 with a continuing resolution authority. Would you share what that means and how that affects your approach to managing funds?
1: So a continuing resolution happens when we don't have a signed appropriation, right? So um, bottom line, it means that we are essentially not allowed to do more in in our one-year funding than what we did last year. Um, What we've tried to do here at IMSC is we have such steady obligations throughout the year that we're able to um, step out at the beginning and say, we got you covered on your um, annual amounts. It's nothing new. It's something that we do every year. And we just make sure that each installation has enough to get their... um, there must-pay requirements straight out of the door in October, and that includes um, projects that we take care of, too, because we um, we handle the project list in a way where we always have some ready to go at the beginning of October, and that gets our obligations um, going right out the door.
2: Yeah, I ma'am, mean, and I'm glad you bring up projects, because one of the things that under a CR, a lot of people get confused is uh, – you know, the fact that there's no new starts under a CR. And so within the O&M appropriation, uh, a lot of times people think that the new start rule applies to us, especially with the facility projects and whatnot. And that's just not the case. Uh, We're able to get out the gate and and fund those projects that Colonel Lamford mentioned.
0: Well, it's an impressive operation. And I appreciate you joining me today um, for this podcast. And thank you to everybody listening to Inside AFIMSC. Please visit the AFIMSC webpage and Defense Visual Information Distribution System, or DIVIDS, for more news and information. And don't forget to join the conversation on AFIMSC's Facebook page. Have a great day.